0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We are talking Pittsburgh Pirates baseball here at the Winter Meetings. Tim McMaster along with our MLB.com Pirates supporter, Adam Berry, and the Pirates obviously... uh, in all the rumors here at the winter meetings, because of Andrew McCutcheon, and will they, will they not trade him? Um, there's so much smoke around this story. It seemed like it was really close with the Nationals, but are we getting to the point where you almost have to deal them because they've been talking about it so much? I don't think so. This is something the Pirates have dealt with quite a bit. You look back even to last offseason
1: with Mark Melanson, there was a lot of trade talk about him uh, over the winter. They opened the season with him, wound up dealing him at the trade deadline, of course, but. These guys are professionals. They know how to handle the situation. McCutcheon was the subject of extension and trade rumors last offseason, so it's nothing he hasn't been through before.
0: There's other teams besides the Nationals, obviously, and that's what you want. So when, when the Pirates, when you look at the type of package they could get back, do you have any thoughts on, on the type of thing they're looking at that's going to get them to, to really be interested?
1: From my understanding, specifically they're looking for a young contractually controlled starting pitching, you know, uh, a young major leaguer who they can plug into the rotation behind. Garrett Cole and Jamison Tyone, number three type of starter to eat up some innings. be under club control for a while. And then they would really like a top prospect. I think the talks with the Nationals about Victor Robles and uh, somebody like Lucas Giolito or uh, all the Lopez, those are pretty interesting uh, kind of templates to, to look for when you're talking about a potential Andrew McCutcheon trade.
0: Now, when you're talking about the Nationals, is it going to take all three of them? I mean, are they looking for Giolito, Lopez, and Robles? Uh, I think it would be Robles and
1: one of the pitchers. Okay. I think that's probably a good place to start. Uh, they'll probably ask for a third player because why not it's Andrew McCutcheon shoot for the moon um and my understanding is the Pirates are drawing a pretty hard line if they don't get exactly what they want they're not going to trade him because as they've repeated from day one of the offseason they don't have to they could bring him back next year bat him third put him in the outfield and
0: still just be the same old Andrew McCutcheon they would hope fact is he's the face of the franchise and, and that means something I assume that it has that he's in some way been contacted right i mean in your understanding is this a situation where they at least have reached out to andrew mccutcheon about everything that's swirling around
1: that's not typically the way they go okay. about their business in the off season some players don't like to know if they don't want to hear the latest day-to-day yeah. you know here's the, you know, know who we're talking over. to yeah just <laughs> let me know where i'm playing next year and i think that's probably fair because yeah. otherwise you could get eaten up by this stuff
0: really right. Now, he's a guy that obviously struggled early on, but he's finished strong. Good Mm. August, good September, really Andrew McCutcheon-type numbers. They're confident that that's the Andrew McCutcheon for 2017?
1: Yeah, they think that he got back to being himself a little bit more in August and September. McCutcheon said he found something that worked, and he just rode that out through the rest of the year. Defensively, is probably the bigger concern right now because, according to some of the advanced metrics, he was the worst defensive player in baseball last season, which is not— Probably the way most people think of Andrew McCutcheon. So, you know, while all this trade talk is going on, they're also internally evaluating whether he's best back in center field. Maybe a move to right field would be more appropriate or potentially left field with the Gold Glove winner, Starling Marte, moving over into center field.
0: Which makes a lot of sense if he stays. If he goes, you have plenty of options, right? I would think from day one, Josh Bell's the first option there to fill in. In the outfield?
1: Yeah, that would make the most sense. Uh, put Gregory Polanco in left field, Marte in center, and then slide back Josh Pell, the uh, switch-hitting rookie, uh, from first base to right field because they still have John Jaso and David Freeze, that first base platoon. Um, so they are pretty well covered right now as far as if they do move McCutcheon. You know, Bell's defense is probably not going to be equivalent. Uh, he's a He was converted to first base for a reason, but they have bodies that they could put out there. They may go out in the offseason and look for, you know, if they do trade him, Uh, A Matt Joyce type outfielder, a guy they brought in last spring training on a minor league deal. A real bounce back candidate like that. But they do have people to fill in if he is traded right now. And you
0: mentioned Matt Joyce, which is a great transition. Here's one guy that, that this team is. Obviously, he was a free agent. He is signed elsewhere. Sean Rodriguez was a free agent. He has signed elsewhere. Both guys early on signings, uh, and that bench was a strength for this Pirates team. So that's really a key, right, to try to find those guys again isn't easy.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to lean mostly on their internal options. They have a lot of young guys, a couple who are out of minor league options. Alan Hansen. this is kind of a sink or swim time for him. Uh, he's been groomed as a utility-type player. Um, Jason Rogers, another corner infield type. And I think they're going to try to get the most out of their flexibility. John Jaso <laughs> learned first base last year. Now he's going to try to learn third base in the outfield. Uh, David Fries can move around a little bit. Um, and then Adam Frazier, who was sort of groomed to take over that super utility role for Rodriguez last season, he's probably that guy from the start. So they're counting on a lot of young guys, um, but Neil Huntington's always opportunistic. If somebody falls to them later in the off season to fill a bench-type role, they'll definitely look for it
0: the other option in the outfield austin meadows who's kind of skyrocketed through the minor league system obviously he's a first round pick and he's lived up to that hype um when will he be ready i think the expectation is mid-season in 2017 uh,
1: he made it to triple a last year he missed a little bit of developmental time this offseason uh, he had an oblique injury couldn't go to the arizona fall league but he'll start next season in triple a uh, the idea is that september at the latest but probably at some point next summer i would think and maybe that timeline gets accelerated if andrew mccutcheon is traded that's not how they like to handle their prospects they believe that players are ready when they're ready not when they have to be so uh, that's something to keep an eye on though depending on
0: uh, what happens with mccutcheon other needs for this team we mentioned the bench uh pitching and everybody needs pitching but this pirates team is is an organization done such an incredible job with starters ray searage the the wizard of of turning pitchers around. He wasn't able to do that with John Neese last year, which really hurt this team. When you look at this team heading into 2017, how much starting help do they need to add? I think they need at least
1: one. proven starting pitcher whether it's a young guy you know the giolito or joe ross type or they're also talking to some veteran pitchers somebody like Derek holland probably fits that bounce back candidate profile yeah. they're meeting with his agent uh, at some point during these meetings so you could see them go out and add two starters create maybe a little more of an interesting competition uh, come spring training for that last spot but at the very least they need one guy behind garrett cole jameson tyone and in front of chad cool maybe tyler Glasnow. Uh, any of their young arms that they can plug in at the back of the rotation.
0: And one of the good things is this is a starting pitching market where maybe we saw the one front end guy, Rich Hill, already gone uh, back to the Dodgers, but that's not what the Pirates need. They have Garrett Cole, they have jameson Ty. You don't have to worry about one and two, and there are options to fill out those lower spots. Right. I think Yvonne
1: Nova would be their ideal. He was a guy who uh, another race at reclamation project last season. But again, like you mentioned, this is such a thin, high-end pitching market right now that now that Rich Hill is off the board, people are probably going to turn their attention to Yvonne Nova. He might be priced out of the Pirates market. But there's guys out there. Jason Hamill, uh, I mentioned Derek Holland, somebody like that. There, there are plenty of fits out there that they can find, analyze, and see who's the best fit.
0: Nova's fascinating. If you're Pirates, maybe you almost wish he hadn't pitched as well as he did after he went over to Pittsburgh because right. he'd be more affordable for them. Uh, as far as bullpen team's in pretty good shape but everybody can use a bullpen arm right
1: yeah they have a closer in tony watson who is at least a nominal trade candidate because he has one year left of uh, contractual control they have felipe rivero acquired in the mark melanson deal to be kind of a setup man a couple veterans in uh, juan Nicasio and antonio bastardo another potential trade candidate but what they really need is somebody in that eighth inning ideally a veteran right hander there are plenty of those on the market including the guy who filled that role last season, which was Neftali Feliz. Uh, they actually spoke to his representatives during the season about a contract extension uh, to keep him on board. So we'll see if those talks pick back up
0: here in the off-season. As far as the winter meeting goes in general and, and Neil Huntington and company's approach, obviously we're all hearing about McCutcheon and those rumors, but what's the general approach by the Pirates every year when they come to the winter meetings? They keep all of their options
1: open at all times. Uh, it's basically the way they feel they have to operate as a small market club with a limited payroll. Uh, they can't, you know, view themselves as being above anything. They have to consider everything. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of their guys mentioned in trade talks just because they don't really shut the door on anything. So, it tends to be kind of a busy, uh, you know, rumor-filled
0: uh, winter meetings for the Pirates, but. It's just basically a product of where they are. All right, great stuff. This has been MLB.com Extras from the Winter Meetings, talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates. For Adam Barry, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.